Religion and politics are two things I can't fucking stand. You'll never hear top five Nickelback songs. I hate the word hate. That poor idea was just dragged out. And I don't know. Hey fella, are you tired of having that massive erection just destroy your daily routine? What am I gonna do with all this cock? Women, are you tired of your uh, vaginas just being blown out after sexual intercourse? We will make your dick smaller, guaranteed, or your money back. Here's a testimony from a real live famous podcaster. This is the subtractive from the subtractive and your boy uh, Rick Roy podcast here to tell you about floppycock.com. Luckily, I found floppycock.com. The only, the original and the fucking premier specialists in penis reduction. I can't, I tell you what, uh, my wife has never been more miserable. This is the real McCoy. Floppycock.com. Floppycock.com promises immediate results. Women will gain their elasticity back in their vaginas. This is a miracle product. It's money back too. I mean, what, what do you have to lose besides your penis? Possible side effects include bloating, headache, dry mouth, vomiting, weight gain, boob sprouts, anal drips a lot, Hershey squirts, baby dick, hoes laugh at you, severed bloodlines, severe obsession with Nickelback, and heartburn. Go to floppycock.com, dude, for real. This is the Subtractive and your boy Rick Roy season three, season premiere right here, baby. Season premiere. What's going on? What's going on, your boy Rick Roy? It's been a while. It's been a while. Far too long that we were behind these mics, man. I'll tell you what. It feels good to get back. Feels good. Feels good. Feels good. We're coming back strong, too. Wait until you see the schedule we have lined up for you for fucking season three. It's insane. We said we promised last season that we were going to start answering our emails. So this season we came up with a segment where we answer emails. Are you ready for this, Rick Roy? Yeah, I'm, I, I, I suppose. Um, I've read some pretty nasty comments. I know they say don't read the comments, but you kind of have to when you're trying to answer questions. Um, so, yeah, let's see how this one goes. The first one was, did the subtractive really take mushrooms for that episode, or did you guys just make it up? The answer to that is no. Where I live, it's illegal to do that. Uh, we had to script out very carefully, carefully and intricately from, uh, memories and from stories of other people, how an actual mushroom trip would go. So no, because it's illegal. Just like our drugs episode stated, we no longer use. Yes. But we have memories of a lot of friends that do. I would never break the law. Why don't you mention any any underappreciated entertainers? No, it's a great question. Absolutely. Um, Gary Crock, when he's on the Battle 
the Battle of the Bands 80s edition. Uh, he brought up a couple of times, I know it's an older episode, but he brought up a couple of times saying that he wanted to shed some light on some unknown artists that he liked from the 80s, um, which I thought that was really cool of him. A lot of people just go for the, the big names. I, I thought we did, you know, but maybe they're right. Maybe they are onto something because, you know, we do mention Tool. Well, we mentioned Faith Noble, you know, all, all of these like massive. Yeah, bands. I won with Metallica. That's an underrated band. We do band. sneak in underrated bands here and there, but it, by and large, I think that is an accurate question. So, what we decided to do for today's episode is we decided to make uh, top five lists in regards to underappreciated actors. The next question was uh, not a question, even though there is a question mark at the end of it. It says, you hacks should battle my dick and your mom. <laughs> battle my dick work? and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Well, what, kind of person, what kind of person do you have to be to take your time and email a question like that? First off, I'd have to say that we're not hacks. <laughs> we actually take this pretty seriously. No, we actually do this ourselves this is a two-man operation good publicity bad publicity is all fucking good to me man looks like he's suffering from some sort of penile deficiency do women look horrified and scared when you reveal your massive cock you can't get anything done all the blood is just rushed down there there's i mean you can't get any thinking done women won't fucking leave you alone yes absolutely luckily i found floppycock.com it's a seminar you go to. It's about a two-hour uh, seminar. And don't let that throw you off. When I walked in there, it felt like a uh, like a timeshare. You ever go to a timeshare fucking meeting like, or whatever? They're, you know what I mean? It was like that, but it was so inspiring. It, so you get a book. You get a thirty-day trial of a bottle of pills, and the the book is the book is more like a pamphlet, I guess. And it goes through a lot of the benefits of you know actually producing the size of your penis. We're not going to talk about pricing uh, on here. You'll have to go to the website, floppycock.com. They gave me a, uh, an inspirational packet. There's a lot of good literature in there. And they also gave me a 30-day free trial of um, Tatokes, Tatokis, uh, whatever. Y- you take one a day, and um, y- you get a lot of energy during the day, too. Like a fucking ton of energy. Like, it's insane. So it, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It reroutes the blood from your penis to your brain. There's a warning on it if you're sensitive to uh, estrogen, steroids, or cocaine to uh, consult your doctor first. It's a subscription service. There is a monthly fee. Uh, New AITB album, uh, EP. They're dropping a four song. They're in the process of finishing recording. From what I've heard so far, it sounds fucking incredible. They had a song drop last week on our special. If you hadn't checked it out, the AITB special. It's the episode before this one. Uh, the song's at the end, and it sounds so fucking good. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy about this new album drop, dude. I'm pretty pumped. Uh, four songs, you know, that's not normally enough for me, but with these guys, I'm sure it's going to be worth it. Something else that's kind of new is this could be basically turning into a morning show, and we have a slightly different format coming up for you. Yeah, it'll be a morning show for us. I, for you guys, we release in the morning anyways. I don't know if you guys will be able to tell the difference. Uh, but we will have more caffeine in us. And instead of you guys getting like the midday kind of ideas coming up, you're going to get like 
first thing in the morning, like ideas, the first things we think about, you'll be hearing. Unfiltered, still sort of cranky because he just woke up, uh, hair a mess, breath stinking. Stepping on Legos as you're walking to the bathroom. Yeah, those, those kind of thoughts. That's what we're going to have. Uh, we had a couple episodes. Uh, we did a couple specials in between the last two seasons, this season and the last one. One of them was the revealing of the new AITB song. Another one was the uh, subtractive shroomtacular which is a mouthful to say. Yeah, that one's, uh, that one's worth checking out. It's an awesome episode. Um, just like any other holiday special or episodes, you know, they have to die first before they really get recognition. And unfortunately, just like we had some terrible news this week. We lost uh, Sid Haig. He was a... I, you know, the thing is, I, I've never really been that big into horror movies. I've watched I'm not like, I don't reject them by any means, but I don't go out of my way to watch a lot of them. Yeah, I'm quite the opposite. I, I try to get out there and watch um, a lot of the newer horror flicks that are coming out, you know, and a lot of the old ones, of course. Now, if you were to ask me to, to name three of my favorite characters in uh, horror movies, he would be up there. Uh, uh, Captain Spaulding. His character was so cool. Yeah, Sid Haig, I mean, he was an underrated actor for sure. You know, naturally, I seen him first in House of a Thousand Corpses, Captain Spaulding. Uh, but before that, um, he did like a ton of like 70s uh, exploitation movies. They're dated, but they're hilarious, man. I don't care. I'll just say it. They're hilarious. He has a pretty extensive career. Yeah. And also, he looks like he would be the nicest fucking dude like you've ever met. Like if you got to meet him in person. He seems like he would be cool to hang out with. Uh, we didn't get our chance to, which is sad because we do, you know, a, a lot of the times people that pass, they don't get the recognition that they deserve until they pass. Top five underrated actors, actresses, uh, entertainers, etc. Hopefully these people will get their recognition before they pass on too. Because it's nice to enjoy the spoils of what you do. You know, there's a lot of people that died and never, you know, they never became famous until after they died. That's really unfortunate. But I did run into a porn, like, way back in the day. It was, like, on a VHS or a DVD. But this dude, he had a, such a huge contact that the woman was, like, there was, like, I don't like, a foot, not inside. You know what I mean? It was, like, a foot difference. He's banging her, and he still has, like, fucking ten inches extra. Like, that's, yeah. that's just the way. Yeah, he's just laying back like, ah, whatever, get it over with. You're depriving the rest of your body of all that blood. It's really more efficient this way. You sign up, you get the book, they give you the option, the pill, and the night cream. It's like a package deal. And you start the regiment. And if you want to sign up for the sports package, they'll get you involved in, like, some local sport that guarantees shrinkage and penis. The executive level level package the Kem Jeong package that one includes a full scholarship to a uh, to a college and automatic enrollment onto the, the tennis team and shit like that it, it's really cool it's pretty uh it's expensive now it is very expensive yeah that's where that well, that's where they offer the golf club membership right yeah golf but whatever name your poison i think go, a lot of people do choose golf but on the off season they're playing tennis too though i mean they're really some of these guys go hard uh, excuse the pun, but they will during one season play like golf, and then during the off season they'll play tennis, bocce, billiards. Have you the specialized one too? It's like kind of an add-on. There, you sit back and you listen to things like Michael Bolton and Yanni, and you watch all these chick flicks. With just a couple hours, you feel it. You really, really feel it just shrinking down. You know, fried green tomatoes, I mean, that one's a big success. If you go to the seminar, you don't have to, to commit to anything. And just for going, they give you a gift. 
two years free subscription to uh, Guns and Ammo 4x4 magazine, hunting magazine also. You get a complimentary membership to your local um, hunting club, which I thought that was really cool. I thought that was cool. And every is the Duck Dynasty known to man. <laughs> In the light of uh, the recent death of Sid Haig, uh, me and your boy decided we were going to make uh, top five lists of underappreciated artists uh, and actors, entertainers, and all that. Yep, which was a little bit hard for me um, because I started having a conflict of what is underrated. Is it to Hollywood? Is it because of the fan base? You know, they didn't have a huge, their picture on a huge movie poster, or was it back in the day and they just kind of fell off? I'm not sure how to go about this. We're probably going to use, we're, we're going to try to use the word underappreciated uh, because the word underrated has, has become an overrated word to use. When you say underrated, it, it doesn't have any meaning. We decided to go with uh, top five underappreciated artists that will hopefully hit their peak before they pass on. Number four. All right, number five, I went with Brian Posehn. He's a stand-up comedian. I think the guy is fucking fall-down hilarious. He's been doing it for a long time. Do you know who Brian Posehn is? Not by name. I probably know him by face. He's a dude. He does a lot of work with Sarah Silverman. He's like the big fucking ogreish looking dude with the beard. Uh, he's into heavy metal like and a shit. grave robberish kind of guy. Right, right, right. <laughs> so him, the reason I say that is because I've watched every single stand-up special that he, he's put out. After I'm done watching one of his uh, pieces, I always walk away with it like thinking the next one's going to be the best thing ever. It was so funny, but I know the next one is going to be like, I can't wait for the next one to come out. I know it's going to be perfect. What a backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I know like, I always like the next one's going to be fucking the funniest thing I've ever seen. And you've been saying that for the last eight years. <laughs> yeah. And I've been saying that for the last 15 years easily. Brian Pasein, step up your game. So what was your number five? I got Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore, that name sounds really, really familiar. All right, dude. So he's been in a bunch of stuff, but he really stuck out as um, Scagnetti from Natural Born Killers. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mickey, yeah. I'm coming for you. <laughs> yes. Oh, that scene was so awesome, dude. Private Ryan, saying Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down. I mean, he's just, you can actually see him in a lot of war movies and stuff like that, or like killer movies. Tom Sizemore, that was your number five. Number four. Number four, I went with the entire band Laz Rocket. <laughs> I know somebody that'll appreciate that. Uh, Gary Crock will appreciate that. It's one of his favorite bands. He actually turned me on to them. They were pioneers in thrash in their own right. They never made it fucking super mainstream, but they're, they're just as good as anything else you pull out of the 80s, if not better. They're so fucking good. They're, I don't even know if they're together anymore. Or if they're still alive. They have a really weird name. It's L-A-A-Z-R-O-C-K-I-T. And the, t the two A's have those little, like, fucking squiggly marks over them. But he, he mentioned it on the 80s Battle um, Battle of the Bands episode. And, yeah, I remember Laws Rocket, dude, just because of Gary Cross. My is shot from just so much abuse. I can't retain any information. Conversations, nothing. Especially conversations. Unless it's pointless. You know, you can forget about me remembering it. Um, yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I went with Laz Rocket. What did you get for number four? Martin Mull. Martin Mull is wicked famous, actually. If 
his name doesn't stick out to me. To me, he's underappreciated because I don't really see a lot of like videos like the best of this guy or Martin, you know what I mean? I just don't really see that he's getting the, enough credit for what he's doing. Martin Mull has had like a 50 or 60 year career. I know. his. I think he peaked back in like the 80s, like the maybe the early 80s. Uh, maybe he did. He was on. He was in Clue as uh, Colonel Mustard. He was on uh, Roseanne. Oh, is it Roseanne, dude? Mrs. Doubtfire, he was in that. Was, uh, he was in uh, Arrested Development as fucking uh, yeah. Gene Parmesan. <laughs> and he's really he's a real big uh advocator for like the gay rights movement too so he's he's got his hand in, hands in everything still someone says dude you know martin mull i'm gonna go nope <laughs> i really don't until you show me a picture so martin mull was your number four number three, number three i went with harlan williams uh he is a canadian actor comedian He's one of those guys, he's like super funny, but I, I, don't, I don't know anything he's been that's been a knockout block. He was in Freddy Got Fingered, so I know a lot of that. Like, if any chances for a fucking career, probably gone after being in that movie. But he was in Half-Baked with uh, Dave Chappelle, and that, that he was really funny in that. Yeah, his whole prison, his whole prison thing, and that was pretty funny. Yeah, his stand-up is so fucking off the wall and funny and, and, and very original. Yeah. I've never caught his stand up stuff. I'm going to have to go seek that out now. Check him out, man. He's a fucking weirdo. He is, he is a strange <laughs> person and he's really funny. So Harlan Williams, that was my number three. What do you got for three? Lori Petty. Oh, Lori Petty tank girl. Hell yeah, dude. Me and the wife were talking about um, a league of their own and we were watching it. I was like, that girl looks really familiar. She was like, dude, it's tank girl. And it blew me right away. You know, that's that's actually not a bad choice. I mean, she has been in things since, but Tank Girl... Point Break? I don't know if that was before or after. She was in a lot of things. She was hot shit back in the day, and then she sort of, like, dissipated. But yeah, you're right. She never really hit her full stride. Absolutely not. I mean, she's in um, Orange is the New Black, but she was in um, in the Army Now with Polly Shore. That could have fucking tanked her career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now Tank... Tank Girl is like has a huge cult following, which is a, you know, oh, it's a great movie. fucking, it's an awesome movie. I love that movie. I love post-apocalyptic shit. I love all that stuff. You know what I mean? Me too. It gives me some uh, survival techniques. Like I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna pull the Tank Girl on this. You're one. gonna have to start like watch all those movies just and take notes, man, because that's where we're headed. <laughs> yep, a little bit of Mad Max. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, Zombie Land. A little bit of Fist of the North Star. Shit, yeah. <laughs> All right. What? So, um, Lori Petty, that was your number three. Number two. Okay, number two. I get to do a couple mouth exercises to try to say this name here. Aduale Akinoye Agbaje. Well done. Who's that? <laughs> it's Mr. Echo from Lost. Do you remember Mr. Echo? Oh. The, it was like the second season. Uh, Mr. Echo, I like that guy. guy a lot. Yeah, dude. Most charismatic person I've ever seen on, on TV. He was cool. He was. And he was also in Oz as like a fucking maniac. And right? he, I've never seen he that. embodied that part so well. He's all, I think he was a, a male model in England back in the day and shit. Most charisma I've ever seen in one person on TV before. He can front and center a production and carry it. I, I believe he could. Oh, he was in Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah, he was there in Suicide Squad. I was like, squad. all right, I got to figure yeah. out why I know him more than just Oz or... Adewale Akinuye Agbaje. That was my number two. All right, for my number two, we got William Defoe. That would be Willem 
Defoe. W I L L E N. Willem Defoe. What did I say? You said William. Oh. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Willem Defoe. Maybe that's why it's so underrated because I keep on misspelling his name. Yeah, <laughs> Nothing's coming he's up. He's not getting the fame because William Defoe <laughs> over in fucking Nebraska keeps getting all of his fucking page likes and shit. <laughs> yeah, but I know that dude from um, Boondock Saints. Oh, yeah. yeah um, that's the yeah. first time I've actually, like, oh, who is this guy? And my wife was like, you don't know who this person is? I was like, no. You know, it's funny. I've, I've seen him in a hundred productions easily, and I'm trying to, I'm like struggling to think of one. <laughs> and I actually. I guess he was in Aquaman, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he was in Spider-Man. He was good in it. He's got that fucking look, man. Like that, uh, that unfortunate look. Very defined face. He knows how he looks. And he uses it. He has a unique look, sort of like uh, Steve Buscemi. It's it, it's it might not be the most pleasant thing to look at, but you can't take your eyes off of it either. You know. Number two for of your top five most underappreciated entertainers, you went with Willem Dafoe. Number one. Number one. My number one. I went with a uh, a guitarist, the guitarist for Ween, Dean Ween. Uh, oh yeah, Aaron. So I don't know his real name. Just look up Dean Ween. He's so f- dude. He's one of the the best songwriters of our time. His progress, like his songs, are perfect. All of them. All of the Ween songs. Whether you like, whether you dig the quirkiness of the music or not, you can't really deny that the fucking structure, the attitude, uh, the variety, and a lot of that's contributed to Dean Ween, who is also a fucking animal on the guitar he is a fucking beast on the guitar he is so all over the place like you throw him something genre or even like a unique style okay i got that here i'll master real quick you know that his style sort of tends to pull more of like the dirty funk fans he has this Mm. dirty funk feeling when he's playing whatever genre of music they decide to play in that moment he still has that like nasty fucking funk thing going while he's playing guitar even with the country album. Yeah, yeah, with everything. The country <laughs> album, the fucking experimental shit back in the day. He's always got that fucking, like, nasty funk. I, I love that shit, man. So that was my number one, uh, Dean Wayne. I went with Dean Wayne from the band Wayne. Underappreciated. What do you got for number one? Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, hell yeah. Machete. Yeah, machete. Oh, dude. Yes, dude. I, but- my buddy saw an interview, and he told me about this at the bus stop uh, yesterday morning. And he was like, I got this great quote by Danny. So he's sitting there on the couch, watching TV at night, and he'll go, oh, shit, I'm in that movie. So completely forget how many movies he's done. I'm like, dude, yeah. whoa, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. But I'm sure it's true. Danny Trejo is all over the place. Um, I don't know if he's underappreciated, because if you have not watched Machete, that's like his magnum opus. That thing is, that's a good fucking watch. That's a good well, movie. Well, yeah, I mean, t- totally, dude. Dustin Dawn, Desperado. He's in Door of the Explorer now, yeah, dude. That's great. <laughs> but if you're talking underappreciated, like he should have like a hundred trillion dollars, then yeah, he he deserves all the I money def- in the world because he works so fucking hard. Exactly. So yeah, Danny Trejo definitely deserves way more respect. Uh, even if he's getting tons of it, he deserves more. So number one, your boy went with Danny Trejo. You got any um, honorable mentions? Yes, I do, actually. Well, I have one, and it's the bassist for death, Scott Clendenin. He passed away in 2015. That's the only reason why he didn't make my list is because he's already dead. 
one of the best bassists hands down I've ever heard or seen play in the game that's ever been in the game. Uh, for me, I got Harvey Keitel. How do you feel about that motherfucker? Harvey Keitel is a massive star. Is he? I wasn't sure if he was. Yeah. You know me, yes. right? Harvey Keitel is a is an A-lister. All right, all right. Well, he's good. He is good. I'm not, yeah, but he is a, he's an A-lister. Uh, my buddy, Bust Up Joe, he gave me a humongous list to work off from. And like I told my, you know, my man, Mr. S over here, but he gave me like Tony Cox, Linda Hunt, Beth Grant, Michael McKean, uh, Lily okay, Taylor. Okay, okay, slow down. Michael McKean's a good one. Is he? <laughs> yeah, dude. Michael McKean, I, I can get on board with that. Fucking uh, Lenny and Squiggy. Oh, from? From fucking Laverne yep, and yep, Shirley. Yep. He was on a few seasons of SNL afterwards. Yeah, he's he's pretty good, dude. He's really, really good right? at what he does. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Lance Hendrickson, Lance Reddick, uh, Sean Harris, Sean, David Bradley, Sean Harris Johnson is a really Banks. good one, too. I mean, he just gave me a huge list of people. Do you have, do you have any other personal shout-outs? Uh, Tim Curry. My wife said Tim Curry, and how do we feel about Tim Curry? Yeah, I think he's complicated. I think he's uh, massive in his cult with his cult following, and I don't think he was mm-hmm. ever able to let that go. So underappreciated in the fact that he can do other things equally well, if not better. Yeah, I think you're spot on with that. Overall, right. he has had a fucking ph- phenomenal career, so don't feel bad for him. You know what well, I mean? that's where I was. That's what I was saying. My wife was more like, "No, I mean, he had his cult following, but he's yeah. not really a big Hollywood star." And I said, "Dude, the guy was Pennywise." Yeah, <laughs> he was in some fucking I mean, awesome movies. He was in Clue, Pennywise, yeah. uh, Rocky Horror. Rocky. Yeah, his lips are on a fucking T-shirt for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, I and I know he he always talks about how he hated he could never he can't leave that fucking cult thing behind him. He's been in these amazing movies and he's had a fucking phenomenal, massive career over what? 40, 50 years, 60. I don't, who knows a long time. But yeah, I wanted to bring that up as a, as a debate more than an honorable venture. But I, I just, I, I mean, I agree. I think he, I think to a certain extent he fucked himself back in the day. <laughs> And he was never able to gain that, like, sincere appreciation for his art. It's always been, yeah, fucking Rocky Horror all day, you know? He's never going to live down that he was the star of Rocky Horror. He has some other roles, but still, (laughs) he's never going to live that down. So awesome list. So they give you, like, little tips in your everyday life to take inches off of your penis. Like, you know, buy, there's big things, like buy a big truck that's two inches off right off the bat. You could gain a shit ton of weight. Gain weight, eat a lot of food. For every 40 pounds, it's an inch. So, I mean, that's, it's things that are easy to do. The one thing that blew my mind is that he said to get invested in sports. And I was like, that doesn't seem right. The smaller the ball in, in the sport itself, the more inches it actually takes off of your penis. So he said, don't expect any fucking earth-shattering results if you're playing like basketball or, uh, you know, bowling. But if you go into like the smaller, like uh, golf, he said golf is like the best one. Yeah, ping pong was great. Tournament yeah. ping pong. Ping, ping pong. Croquet, croquet. Croquet. Lacrosse even. Yeah, lacrosse, baseball, high lie. Uh, you know, the list is enormous. And each the of- The high lie is great dude because you're using such a small ball, but you have this humongous claw that's compensating for Here something. it is right here, croquet. 
two and a half inches. Golf, 2.7 inches, that's the highest one. Basketball, 0.4 inches. Football, 0.3 inches. Yeah, I mean. What's wrong what, with what hockey, actually? Is that even listed? Because it's a puck, it's not a ball. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's it. Hold on. They don't have it listed. Uh, it's got to be off the charts, or they can't really get an accurate reading on that one. This is also an American company. They're probably not very... Like, I, I don't see soccer on here either. So it, it's more... You know, Americans, like, if, if Americans don't play it, it doesn't exist. You know, <laughs> like, to some people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, don't want to try any of this stuff? Just wait. As you get older, it's going to shrink anyways, buddy. Some of us don't don't have the luxury of the patience to wait that long. So we want immediate results. There's exercises, daily exercises and routines that you have to get into the habit of doing. Like one of them is you take your penis right from the top. You squeeze like a tube of toothpaste. You squeeze it all the way down to the bottom, to your balls. And you do this 20 times a day. And they say, yeah, it's gonna hurt and stuff, but it's gonna, literally you're pushing your penis back up into your body. Floppy cock, they, they have a special mask um, that you have to go to bed. Like, so before you go to sleep, you have to rub this mask all over your, your penis and your balls. But it, it's enriched with toxins and uh, salt from the Dead Sea. It helps to um, minimize uh, penile exuberance. We'd like to thank you guys for listening and make sure to tune in next week. If you are looking for truly amazing artwork, Kevin Sane Art on Instagram. Check him out. Uh, he's also on Facebook. Kevin Sane Art, he does a lot of our stuff. Uh, he's incredible. Yeah, that guy's insane. Just like Gary Crock, our good friend, always on this podcast. He runs LostToursBrewing.com. For some of the best beers in Connecticut, you gotta swing through and check out LostToursBrewing.com on Facebook or just LostToursBrewing.com. Lost Taurus Brewing, that's our buddy Gary Kroc. You can also listen to Privateers Inc., our fellow podcasters on the BAN Network. Privateers Inc., anywhere that you can listen to us, you can find Privateers Inc. Check them out and laugh your ass off. Yeah, those guys are phenomenal artists, just like Larry Blake from West Coast Flanders. You can only find him on SoundCloud, but trust me, it's so worth it. Room full of Dwayne Productions. Check out those girls. They're really funny. They're on uh, Facebook. They have a RFOD TV channel on YouTube. Room full of Dwayne Productions. And unlike me fucking up this podcast right now, go check out D-Pistol. He will definitely not fuck up your tattoos at Dead Prez Inc. And you can find links to all these guys if you go to thesubtractive.com. You can find our podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. You might as well just go to thesubtractive.com to fulfill all of your thesubtractive needs.